Welcome to the Imposture to Unstoppable podcast, where physicians can learn how to overcome imposter syndrome and create the career of their dreams. Hello, hello. I hope you're having a great summer. I just got back from a vacation in the mountains with my um, best friend since high school and her family, and it was just a fantastic, beautiful vacation. My kids had a great time. Um, we had a lot of fun. I hope you're having um, some relaxing days along with a probably busy schedule. Um, before we jump into today's topic, which is um, one that maybe is a little bit controversial, but sometimes that makes it a little bit more interesting, I'll tell you about a course that I have. If you didn't know that you, I have a course that's available that is a totally self-paced course um, that provides an opportunity for doing some self-coaching, learning about self-coaching, and ultimately helping you to become the more confident and fulfilled version of yourself. And the course includes things that will help you to identify the real reason why you doubt yourself, it will show you the one thing to focus on so you can stop worrying what other people think about you. It includes my simple proven process to feeling proud of yourself at the end of every day and the most effective way to rid yourself of imposter syndrome. And the course, when you buy it, does include a bonus of one month of unlimited email coaching. And you get all of that. You get lifetime access with any updates or um additions that I do for only $297. So if you go to kristinyatesdo.com and then click on self-coaching course, or you can click on the link that I'll provide in the show notes page, then you can get access to that. Um, it's really such a fantastic course. And um, I actually finished it the day of my induction of labor with my third daughter. I was in the hospital um, they were hooking me up to the monitors and, and doing my IV and everything, and I was finishing up the course. So um, I have pictures of me working on it back, it was a, a little over a year ago now. So check that out and let me know if you have any questions. Okay, so today we're gonna, I'm gonna be reading you a little bit of different format today. I'm gonna be reading you a recent article that was that I published in um, kevinmd.com. And I want to read it to you and just give you a couple of thoughts about it because when it comes to imposter syndrome, the, this concept that I'm going to read about today was fundamental when it came to me overcoming my imposter syndrome. So I'll read it to you now. Hi, my name is Kristen Yates and I am the OBGYN doctor. This is how I greet most patients for the first time. It has never really felt natural to introduce myself as Dr. Yates, even now that I have been an attending physician for more than five years. To be fair, for the first several years of my career, it felt uncomfortable to refer to myself as Dr. Yates because part of me felt like a total fraud. But as I began to make strides to overcome my self-doubt and realized that imposter syndrome was just a normal part of being human, I realized that my aversion to being called Dr. Yates was about way more than just awkwardness. Like many women physicians, I have been mistaken for a nurse or a student countless times throughout my career. While I have certainly been irritated about this, I have come to recognize that other people's inability to presume that I am their physician has very little to do with me or my ability to care for them. 
What I do know is that if they were to need me for a gynecologic or obstetric emergency, their preconceived notion would have no impact on my ability or willingness to save their life. The fact of the matter is, I am not a doctor. I am a human being. Doctoring is what I do. It's not who I am. This distinction is very important to me because it is what has made medicine sustainable and fulfilling. As an OBGYN, there are countless opportunities for my ego to get in the way. I could worry about patient reviews, malpractice, being the best surgeon, if patients are requesting me in the office, if I am the most productive, if I am the most up-to-date on the literature, and on and on it goes. All of these things feel very important to physicians because that's how we are trained to think. However, when I was on the verge of leaving medicine, none of these things were what kept me going. It was sitting with my patient in an exam room and letting her cry or vent or complain. It was really listening to her concerns and questions and what she wanted. It was being devastated with her when I didn't hear the baby's heartbeat or when I had to tell her that she had cancer. It was performing surgery to save her or her baby's life. It was the service. Service is what brings humans to medicine. Serving others is a form of love, and love is what we were put on this earth to do. As Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor, a neuroanatomist, explains, love is a function of the right hemisphere of our brain. Unfortunately, that is the half that gets neglected in medical training. Instead, our brain's left hemisphere gets all the attention and accolades. That's the half that helps us learn thousands of pages of medical information, memorize countless drugs, and understand systems and processes in an organized and linear manner. Our left hemisphere is very useful. There is no arguing that. It is what creates our identities and stores our memories and can plan for the future. Unfortunately, it is also the part of our brain that doubts, worries, passes judgment, and gets offended. It's what tells us we aren't good enough or smart enough and that perfection is the only acceptable goal. It's the part that gets defensive when someone calls us nurse or student or hey you because we are doctors. As you can probably surmise, it's the part that makes us want to leave medicine because it's not at all what we thought it would be. I was able to reconnect with my right hemisphere and incorporate it regularly into my clinical practice. This means that I stay in the moment with my patients instead of running through my to-do list or worrying about what they are thinking about me. It means that I validate myself after a successful day of surgery, even if it wasn't perfect. It means that I don't let a negative patient review challenge my self-worth. It means that when a patient is questioning me, I hold space without getting offended. It means unconditional love. My purpose as a human is love. That purpose is being partially fulfilled in my role as a doctor, where I get to be in service to my patients. I get to listen to them, teach them, guide them, and sometimes heal them. That purpose has nothing to do with the words they call me or the title on my door. Sometimes it may even act as a barrier to, for those patients who have, based on their past, certain negative or less than favorable assumptions about doctors. I am Kristen Yates, and I work as a doctor. This sentence, as simple as it sounds, brings me fulfillment and joy. It makes me a better doctor.
So when it comes to imposter syndrome, the reason why I wrote this blog and why I practice it on a daily basis is because I think that our identification with ourselves as physicians or anything really beyond our basic humanness is what creates the breeding ground for imposter syndrome. Because if we don't feel like we fit in perfectly to the mold that our mind has created for us, then we feel like we don't belong. And it's much easier to fit into a mold of a human being because we understand that everyone is made differently and unique and we're all, we all bring special skills and treasures and talents to this earth. But it's hard to feel unique and special and also be perfect, which is what many of us feel like being a physician requires. So this week, I encourage you to ask yourself if you feel especially attached to the title of being a physician, if you get offended if a doctor is questioning you or your intelligence, and ask yourself why that is. For many of us, it's because anything that might question or cause a shakiness in the foundation of our ability to be a doctor makes us uncomfortable and scared that maybe we really don't belong. And when you can release yourself from the title that you are, from the job that you do, and just lean into the fact that you're perfect as a human being, then you will become a more fulfilled, satisfied, and joyful physician. As always, send me a message or email me with any thoughts, questions, or concerns. Have a great week.